Blog Talk Radio. It's Sunday evening, and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Your hosts for tonight's show are Robert Brining and Jeremy Dunn. They'll be taking your calls and speaking on the topic of the week. You're encouraged to call in and share some of your life experiences with us. The number to call is 347-215-9442. That number again, 347-215-9442. Welcome to Pause I Am Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Pause I Am Radio. I am your host, Robert Brining, and I am trying to get my co-host to come on air. Um, Just give me one second. Can you all hear me there? Okay, Jeremy, if you can hear me, um, hang up and call back. I seem to have a misconnection with you. I'm not able to get you on. So um, tonight's guest is actually um, Paz Mikey, and Paz Mikey is a member of the Paz I Am community. And for you people who don't know, the Paz I Am community is a social networking website for people infected and affected by HIV and AIDS. And you can find um, information on that at www.pazim.com. Um, and Jeremy Dunn, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Gosh, that was very strange. I don't know what's going on. I still have you um, on hold on the other line sitting there. So as far as I know, you're good to go, but I'm glad you could make it today. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Golly. It must be the rain. Yes, I see Mikey on the line, but just going to tell Mikey to hold on for just like five minutes and we'll bring him on air. So how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Oh, golly. <laughs> what a, I, it, It's. And, you know, it just never stops. It never ends. Right. And I misspelled Mikey's name in the in the chat, and I did it again. Right. Mikey, Mookie. <laughs> there we go. I did it. Look. Right. So real quick, um, as uh, I said earlier, that um, Mikey is going to be our guest tonight, and he's going to come on and share his story about how he found out he was positive and what he has done um, to to, you know, share his story and to help others. And they just recently, he had a documentary <clears throat> shot about him um, that was done by the Youth Empowering the Youth Empowering Youth Project. And it was about how he found out he had AIDS. And um, he's going to come on and talk about that. And, uh, you know, his, his story, he's going to share his story. And it's like one of the reasons why we did the Pause AM radio was so people in the Pause AM community could have a voice and, and share their story and, and share with others because it's important to, to relate. So I'm excited to have him on because he's actually a, he's been a member. Um, he's actually been a friend of mine on MySpace forever, and uh, he really helped get the word out about my site. And his MySpace is, I don't know if you've ever been to it, Jeremy, but it's a load of resources with links to great websites for people who are looking, you know, to get resources for <clears throat> HIV and AIDS and things of that nature. So I'm kind of um, – you know, check out his website, his MySpace. I'm sure he'll give a a link to that. Well, I hope he will. Yeah, let me uh, bring him on right here. Is he on? Is he on? Is he on? Mikey, are you there? Oh, I'm here. All right, welcome to Podland Radio, Mike. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. I'm nervous as shit, but I'm really glad to be here. <laughs> Don't be nervous. <laughs> it's okay. 
I come over and sit next to me, and I'll take care of you. Okay? <laughs> oh, what's in your pocket, Jeremy? Is that a pistol? Are you just glad to see me? They're tums. Was that? Oh, Mikey. They're tums. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're funny. Oh yes. Oh, so, Mikey, um, I met you actually originally on MySpace. Do you remember yeah. last year when we first met? Yes, I do. Um, I loved your logo with the um, cross on right. and the I am pause, spread the word, not the disease. Right. Uh, and I remember I that. And, and yeah, and um, he, uh, you know, he was he was some. You were somebody who reached out to me and helped me with resources and stuff. And your MySpace page was great. And when you joined the Pazam community, when we removed it over to Ning, I was really excited. And then when you told me you wanted to share your story, I was even more excited because I know that you have a message that's so important and you also have humor. You bring humor to it. So, you know, you make it where it's, you know, people will remember it because there's so much humor involved in it. Oh, yeah. I have an amazing sense of humor. My mother gave it to me. (laughs) Does she want it back? Oh, no. (laughs) I have a great story about my mother then. Um, when I originally, when she originally birthed me, she told me that um, I gave her the weirdest look when I came out of her. I didn't know if it was I never wanted to see another camel toe again or to do the doctor right there in the birthing room. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, well, yeah, I was born cesarean by choice, so because that, I wasn't going God, we're awful. We're awful people. So, right. so let, let's let's bring this back around. And um, and you did you just completed a documentary? Yes, yeah, so for the Youth Empowering Youth Project here in Santa Cruz. Um, they wanted originally they wanted just people that were positive to tell their stories, and I was the first one that they shot, and they were so amazed by what I've been through and how I've come out of it and that they made me the focus of their documentary. Wow. Well, tell us your story for those okay. of us who don't know about it. Okay. Um, well, I w- was originally born in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Um, I lived in the city till I was like five or six, and then we moved out to the country. Well, we lived beside this farm, and believe it or not, I was repeatedly molested by three Amish boys. Um be, when I was between the ages of 6 and 11, let's say. So not only am I a HIV um, survivor, I'm also a sexual abuse survivor. Um, right. So um, I graduated high school. I went to Westchester State for a year till my funding got messed up. I was on the gymna- I was a gymnast for 18 years. And in college, I placed top 10 in the North Atlantic Championships, the Division Three and Florex. Um, after I couldn't really find any work in Lancaster, I moved to Harrisburg and could find good-paying jobs there. Um, so I went to Baltimore um, and became a stripper at a male gay dance club called the Atlantis, which is no longer in business. Um, it was featured in the movie Pecker. I think it's called the Fudge Packer or something like that in it. Um, there I met my 
now ex. We were together for nine years. Um, when we were together, we went to move out to California. So um, we moved. We had to be out here in like a week. So we packed up all our stuff and we and moved out to here to Santa Cruz. About ten months later, um, we broke up. He was dating a guy, and then I started dating again. Um, eventually, I met this guy from Monterey, and um, we worked together for like nine months, and we experimented with drugs and poppers. Now, I never shot up. I did like to smoke, and I was never addicted to drugs. Um, we did have um, unprotected sex, um, but... All the partners I had unprotected sex with, I always asked their HIV status. So it's a known fact that one in four people don't know that they're positive. And the person who thought that they were negative was positive, and that made me positive. Um, my doctor feels I am infected somewhere in 2000, 2001, um, but we're not quite sure when it happened. So in the summer, beginning of May, I would say in May or June of 2004, I found a piece of thrush in my mouth. I didn't know what it was. I thought it was just some weird little thing happening to my body. Um, but I never told that to anyone for the longest time. Um, I also had myself tested in 2001. Um, the test came back negative so the virus may not have taken hold yet for the enzymes to show up in the AIDS test, the quick, quick, fast test, whatever they call it. Um, so about middle of August, um, beginning of September of 2004, I was going into wasting. Um, the thrush was so bad that is actually growing on the outside of my mouth. I tried to get doctor's help and couldn't gain because I had no insurance and no income and I was maybe able to work like 10 hours a week. Um, by the end of September, I actually looked like a walking skeleton and I had to have a um, towel beside my bed because I was coughing up these huge chunks of thrush and not knowing what it was. Well, Mikey, my hold, Mikey, one second. For people who who are out there and maybe are listening and they don't they don't know what is or they don't know what wasting is, can you just explain to them so they yeah. can understand? Yeah, wasting is when the virus takes over your um, system and it depletes your muscles and fat in your body, so you actually lose weight. Thrush is a yeast infection of the mouth. A lot of times babies will get it or people who have dentures. Um, Keep going. So, um, <laughs> oh, thanks a lot, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. that in there. Um, so, uh, on September 30th, two, 2004, I tested positive for the HIV AIDS virus. Um, and I thought I was going, I cried right there in the testing spot. And then I cried myself to sleep that night thinking I was going to die in a few weeks. Because I had the what I like to call the 1980s attitude, where HIV and AIDS was an automatic death sentence, and it's still here in this country today. Um, and then um, 
on October 20th, 2004, I got my first lab results back. My labs were 551,221, my viral load, and my CD4 count was at 65. So I was really sick. And then I started my cocktails a few weeks later, um, and a person shows up at the door with an eviction notice from the landlord because I can't pay the rent and my benefits didn't go through. Um, and then, like a week or two before we had to go out, I actually had to go to the emergency room because I was allergic to one of the antivirals called Epsicon. It put me in the emergency room for eight hours, and I had to have three saline solution IV bags to rehydrate me. Um, did you and then, break out in hives, Mike? What's that? Did you break out in like hives from it? Because I know when I took um, the Atripla, the Sestiva made me break out in hives. Cause I was no, um, this actually, I was trying to eat and drink stuff, and we only go halfway down and come right back up. Oh, wow. Mm, so it kind of yeah. closed your throat. The, the GI yeah. issues. Yeah. Not good. It's definitely called GI issues. I mean... I couldn't even get anything down. It closed up so bad. And if I and if people who are allergic to that take it again, they can actually die from taking it. Wow. Um, also, I want to point out with people with low immune systems, like I had, are not supposed to go into the ocean because of the bacteria and pollution. I wasn't allowed to go in the ocean when I was that sick. You're probably not even allowed to go into a pool either. <laughs> well, it's um, true. I mean, because pools are a hot and and hot tubs are a hot are just a hotbed of um, bacteria. So when you have a low low immune system, like people on cancer medicines, um, people with advanced stages of AIDS, aren't supposed to go into a pool or share that kind of soup, if you will, because <laughs> it can hurt you. Right. Oh. Definitely. Um, and then um, I could, then the week of Thanksgiving of 2004, I was made to pack up the whole apartment because of the eviction notice. Um, my ex was going to live with his boyfriend at the time, and I think I was going to be homeless. And the AIDS project here was able to put me up in a support house for a year till that house was sold. Um, and that year, Three of my roommates died from AIDS or complications from AIDS. That's a real wake-up call right there. And then um, I was going to be evicted from that house, again, be homeless, threat being homeless, and then I was put into a transitional house, house. So I've almost been homeless twice within the last four and a half years because of benefits not going through, um, not being able to find jobs that are HIV AIDS sensitive because if you call in sick too many times, they'll fire you. Um, so now I'm doing a lot better. Um, my T cells last labs were 606 and my viral load was at 57. I'm taking about 15 pills a day. Um, I cannot take Sestiva. Um, and then um, 
sometimes I get chronic diarrhea so bad where I actually have to um, carry a spare pair of underwear in my backpack in case I have a slight accident. That was from a drug antiviral called Kalitra, which I'm no longer on now. I was right there with you on Kalitra. I lived in the bathroom. Yeah, you do live in the bathroom. Oh, my God. I, I couldn't go 10 minutes. And then I was yeah. right back in there. Absolutely. Uh, it was horrible. You didn't know if you were going to fart or shit yourself. I, let me tell you, I was at the movies one time, and it hit me. It's like I couldn't get out of that row fast enough. And by the time I got to the end of the row, all down my leg. Ladies oh, my God. That's the, that's the beauty of this disease. It's not so much the disease as it is the medication sometimes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, they don't tell you that the medications give you gas so bad you have to call hazmat on yourself. <laughs> oh, it's true. Oh, my God. I made the dog's eyes water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Jeremy. I love it. it, it it's true. The poor thing. Yes. Yeah. Lord. I was afraid to go to the mall in case they... Um, were going to put me in jail for attempting mass murder at the mall if I farted. <laughs> it's true, and then and then okay, and and if you if, when you do fart, you just hope to God it doesn't like squish anything out. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh God, you, see, been, been there, done knows. that, did him. Yes, oh, yes. <laughs> All right. Who else? Who else? Can you talk to about your bowel movements except somebody other than in an AIDS patient or the or the elderly? I mean, come on. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, that depends, Jeremy. <laughs> well, that does true do depend, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh God, Mikey, what is the name of that organization? that you were um, talking about that um, helped you with the housing? Because I know you do a lot of speaking. I saw a video on your profile. Yeah, um, I do a lot of speaking for the Santa Cruz AIDS Project. But I'm basically creating my own speakers program here in Santa Cruz because um, when California suspended funding for the speakers program when HIV and AIDS um, needed to be a taught in the schools, I'm not sure exact word I'm looking for, they cut the funding for the speakers program to all the AIDS organizations in the state. So, so any AIDS organization that has a speakers program out here um, is doing it by themselves and not using funding. And that video was taken when? How long ago was Oh, that? that was about a year, year and a half ago, and that was right as the budget cuts in California were taking place. And what made you get up there and, and speak? Was it something that you did before that? As, as like, did you go out and, and you know, share your story all the time, or was that like a turning point that made you want to get up and start? That was actually the turn, turning point. I had spoken at um, the Santa Cruz AIDS Project's trainings for the volunteers about my story, but never public spoke. And so much funding has been cut in this country because of education, and that's where it needs to be most. Um, HIV and AIDS education here has become complacent, and they're more worried about the people who 
have the disease after they have it and then before they have it. Right. So how often do you speak now? Do you have any um, uh, engagements coming up that you'll be speaking? Oh, about? yeah. I have I have some great engagements coming up. Well, plug them, um, baby. Plug them. Right? Plug them, baby. Plug them. <laughs> With or without KY, honey. <laughs> oh, um... I prefer gun oil, but hey, we're getting way too personal. <laughs> I just want to know, if, Jeremy, if you're condom worthy, like Sherry said. Uh, <laughs> am I condom worthy? Absolutely, I'm condom worthy. <laughs> okay, well, um, this coming Wednesday and Thursday, I'm speaking two days at Cabrillo College here, and then Friday, I may be speaking at Santa Cruz High in their ninth grade health class. Oh, terrific. Is no, Sarah Lee in the room? Is that my that? Sarah Lee that goes right to my ass? <laughs> yes, it is. is yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed her. Um, so, so let me just ask this question. You said earlier when you were on the phone that you were nervous to get on the on the air with us today. Right, because this is my first telephone interview ever. Well. You are braver than most of us because you stand in front of a class for a class full of ninth graders. Yeah. And, and talk about AIDS. Yes, and okay, college students. But you were students. scared to get on the phone with Robert and me. Being <laughs> <laughs> scared to get on the phone with Robert, but with me, I mean, come on. Well, I didn't know if you guys would put a can of whoop ass on me. No. Um, only if you're naughty. Ooh, I'm always naughty, sweetie. <laughs> Because I'm on the naughty list too. Oh, absolutely. You know what? What was it they asked Mae West? They said, "May, did you ever have you ever broken the law?" And she goes, "Oh, honey, I may have kicked it around a few times, but never broke it." <laughs> <laughs> kind of like you know, that's kind of the way they the way I am. You know, just kick it around a few times, but don't break it. Well, since yeah. you have some of your friends in the chat room, I just want to let them know if you guys want to call in and share one of your favorite stories of Mikey or, or call in and just make a comment to the question, you can at 347-215-9442. Yeah. Um, I do want to say I do know Sarah Lee from Ross Matthews' um, chat room from the Tonight Show. I was an administrator in his chat room, and that's how I know Sarah Lee. And her running joke, between her and I is she goes right to my ass. <laughs> Sounds like a personal issue. Oh, it is, sweetie. It is. <laughs> um, also, I wanted to tell everyone that I am an award-winning blogger. Um, I was in a contest um, called The Lost Blogs Jesus to Jim Morrison, written by Paul Davis, and he had a contest before his book came out, and I actually blogged as Mel Brooks for a week. Mel Brooks. It was so fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> I I had Aunt Bancroft bitch-slapping Mel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. To, to blog is another personality. I think that would be interesting. Oh, it's Thank the you. funnest thing, because you can totally get lost in yourself. 
<laughs> you know, it's called schizophrenia, but hey, that's a whole other show and a whole other topic. Hey, I resemble that remark. No, you don't. Yes, you do. No, you don't. No, you didn't. No, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, you shut up. Sorry. Who, me or Robert? Voices <laughs> in my head. Um, so, so tell tell us when does your uh, when when does the documentary come out? When's it going to be? Released? Okay, the when documentary was premiered um, this past Saturday at the Santa Cruz Film Festival. I am I think I may be getting a copy of it, and I can upload it for everyone. I'm hoping I do. But um, what happened was whoever put together the DVD, whoever rendered the soundtrack, screwed it up. Oh, so no. most of the documentary sound was off with what was shown on the screen, including oh, the, the track one was off. Oh, no. I was in. Oh no! Did it look like a Japanese, um, like Godzilla movie? Actually, worse. It was more like a bit seventies martial arts film. Oh no! <laughs> well, you know, it it might not have been that. It just might have been that the track was off, out of sync with it. You know, you never know what the. I, I'm trying to give you know credit, you know, right. a little bit of, you know, help here, <laughs> help me before I drown. Um, <laughs> so, so it was premiered this past Saturday. Who's going to, who's distributing it and where can people pick it up? Um, I don't know if it's going to be distributed yet. It's okay. a short documentary. It's like less than 15 minutes long. Um, like I said, I am going to try to get a copy and put it on like my MySpace page and um, upload it to YouTube. But I'm not quite sure how many minutes he can upload it on that. Right. Hold on one second, Mikey. I actually have someone um, on the line. <clears throat> Ooh, daddy. Two people on the line, so I'm going to go to the area code 831 first, but uh, the person with the 512 area code. I know you can hear me. Uh, hold on one second, and I'll get to you in a moment. Hey, I'm in the 831. Area Uh-oh. code 831 on the air. Hello, Santa Cruz. You're on the air. Hey, Mikey. This is Jorge. Hey, Jorge. Hi. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, Jorge was my first caseworker at the Santa Cruz AIDS Project. Wow. Hello, Jorge. <laughs> Hello. I'm sure you've got some stories. Well, yes. <laughs> um, actually, my uh, a friend of mine who just came out to me, a friend of mine from high school who just came out as positive to me, um, is interested in writing a book about people's experiences, um, zero converting, and uh, you know, with their life being positive and everything. And um, I told him I'd help him out with writing the book and stuff. You know, that's something that we just started talking about, but you know, who knows how long it'll take till it gets out and stuff. And anyway, but I just wanted to share, you know, how proud I am of Mikey. Just. Oh my God! You know, telling your story and um, uh, coming out here um, on this radio show—you've you, been sounding great. I just want to say I've been hearing the whole show, and uh, I, I luckily went online and saw that this was going to be happening like four minutes before it started. So I just hung on until I got started, and I was trying to register so I could, you know, instant message with you all. But um, I thought, hey, I'll just call. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! I'm glad you did. Jorge saw me when I was my sickest, when I had the thrush growing out of my mouth and I couldn't talk, hardly talk, speak, or eat anything. So Jorge, was he absolutely hideous? Was he like um, Quasimodo I, hideous? The, the the transformation that Mikey went through was amazing, just amazing to see him, you know, from when he came in to later on down the road when he got better and, you know, was taking care of himself and was working out and getting all buff and you know, back to his his top shape was just amazing. 
Um, and such an honor to be a, a part of that transformation and, and to see everything he's done with his life, you know. You're going um, to make me cry, sweetie. Well, well. You're going to make me cry, and I didn't really know you two. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I'm not on the air. Good Lord, I'd look like Tammy Faye. Tammy Faye, Master, God bless you. Well, Ed, Mike is just one of those people. He's a joy to just be around all the time. You know, he's just so upbeat and and uh, has positive attitude about everything. And you know, I mean, obviously, I mean, look at you know, look what he's doing. You know, um, you know, out, being out there and educating people, and going to to high schools and here on on the internet and on radio and everything. It's just amazing, you know, and blogging and um, what a great advocate, you know, and a great role model for for so many, uh, everyone, <laughs> for everyone, you oh, know. Mikey, how does that's that make nice. you feel? I mean, my gosh, you're doing such positive, pun-intended work. <laughs> I, I think, how awesome is this that your first caseworker gives you a call? I, I think this is amazing. Yeah, I think it's amazing that I called, too. And I had put it on the net that I was going to be here for all my Ross Box fans, for people that work at the Santa Cruz AIDS Project. They were sent the link. Um but I'll tell you, the biggest wake-up call is when I was sitting in the audience during that documentary. It's one thing to hear myself tell my story of finding out I'm positive, but to see myself on the big screen telling my story just made me realize how strong of a person I am and what crap I've been through the last four and a half years. What? I just... How can you, where can you go from that? I mean, it's just... It's what's amazing is that, you know, we're hearing your side of the story, and then we're hearing witnesses to it. And I think everybody who's listening to the show right now should just, if, if you can, close your eyes and think really hard. Think really good thoughts. Oh, God, now I sound like Tinkerbell. Um, <laughs> you are, sweetie, you are. <laughs> Lordy. Um, but, you know, for someone to have gone from being so sick to being so healthy and taking care of themselves, I, I personally think that you ha- you deserve all the credit. Uh, thank you. You can't do it without first convincing yourself that you can. And and um, congratulations. And uh, thank you. For calling you. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, transformation that I've been through has been amazing, and the people who have been following my blogs, um, who were um, my blog buddies in Ross Chat um, and the Aunt Connie, um, they know who they are. Um, I have been through so much and have still been able to keep a positive attitude, pun intended, um, um, and now I have become an advocate because... Education is so needed in this country right now. Everything, all you hear on TV today is AIDS in Africa. You're not hearing that your next-door neighbor is having the disease or maybe getting sick or dying from it. Well, Mikey, I have another caller here. Um, It looks like uh, this this is uh, Sarah Lee. So, Sarah Lee, welcome to Paws I Am Radio. Hi, how are you all doing? Hey, goes right to my ass. Hi. <laughs> you know I had to call in. Come on. 
Oh, I love you, sweetie. I love you, too. <laughs> you know what? I said in the chat room, but some of our listeners aren't in the chat room, so I'm just going to say, Sarah Lee, I love your cakes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I have a lot of women that tell me the same thing. <laughs> oh, you go, girl. <laughs> Nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Well, I think, um, you know, it's kind of hard to follow up on a call after, I believe it was Jorge, right, that just called in? Yeah, he was my first caseworker. Yeah, he he pretty much uh, said everything I needed to say. So, <laughs> Mikey, oh, Mikey Don't just... Oh, oh, do I have dirt? Well, <laughs> oh yeah, she has dirt. I got a make little bit, but but I'll be nice me, this time. Think of me as Ricky Lake or not Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> well, who knows? <laughs> Maybe a little Jerry Springer thrown yeah. in there. Oh, absolutely. Any no, but I, I met Mikey through, um, like he said, through Ross's blog. And Mikey, I just, I love him to pieces. He's, I, I'm so proud of him. He goes out. He tells his story. Um, there's a lot of people that have AIDS that don't, you know, they're too scared, they're too afraid to go out to say anything. And to have a friend um, who tells his story time and time again, it's just something I'm, I'll treasure forever. So. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah Lee. I love you, sweetie. I love um, you, I too. Do, I do want to bring up something. Um, 80% of people who have STDs won't share it with their partners that they're sleeping with. And 20% of new infections of HIV, I'm sorry, 8% of infections are done by 20% of people who are positive now. Exactly, I'm a little yeah. statistics whore sometimes. I'm sorry? Statistics I, are always a good thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit of a statistic whore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Among other things, Mikey. But <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh. All right. Oh, at least you didn't bring up about me um, taking off my shirt and playing oil on myself in chat (laughs) rooms so all the girls could get off. He likes gold Speedos, people. He likes (laughs) solid. Oh, Rocky! Oh, no. (laughs) That's my Uh, dream role. To play Rocky? Yes. In the Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yes. Do, do you want to? Okay, so I know this is the show's about you tonight, but I'm just gonna steer it away just for one thing since you brought it up. In 1995, the 20th anniversary, I played Frankenfurter. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. we'll go back. Back to you. Who's <laughs> Furter, Jen? Because she's seen the gold speedo. I'm looking at chat room right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing that. Too. I wonder if that's Jen Jen. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I wonder if it's Jen Jen. <laughs> Is it you, Jen Jen? Say yes. <laughs> Say yes, even if you're not. Jen Jen. Well, maybe not. Um, how, how can how can people contact you, Mikey? Okay, they can contact me. Um, here, let me. Um, you I'm going to put your Facebook in. You can put your MySpace in there so they can contact you. Just yeah, that I already put the MySpace in. You have to put www so it'll link for them. So it'll be. Um, and I okay. think just lost Sarah Lee. And I have another caller online, but but go ahead and put your links in there so I can bring the next caller on. Okay. Okay. Let's see, and if you guys want to call in, we have lines open three four seven two one five nine four four two. For a minute there, Mike, you had my lines filled up. <laughs> cool. Is that the first? You're like a celebrity, one of the celebrity ones when everyone calls in. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm upset the cool guy isn't going to be here. I went to send him an audition tape. <laughs> He'll be on to the future show, but um, area code 310, you're on the line. Hey, what's up? This is Kenji. Hey, Kenji. Hey, Kenji, a new friend. <laughs> what's up, Mikey? Um, first, I, first of all, I just want to say I, I appreciate your laughter and everything. It's it's cool to hear that, but you brought up something that really touched base with me, and that was homelessness. And um, I, I joke about it all the time, um, but I, I think it's also important that we that we educate our brothers and sisters as to what is going on, and make this a serious issue. Um, about how services are lacking for people who are either homeless, extremely poor, without an income, without insurance, um, because people are dying homeless with HIV and AIDS, not because they don't care, but because they're not getting access to care. So I want to talk to you and ask you, what were some of the challenges you faced um, being homeless, well, or being close to homeless, I'm not sure if you said homeless or not, or having something like low income? I'm in Southern California. You're a little bit better there in Santa Cruz, but not by much. Right. Um, so if you can talk about that. Yeah. Um, right now, I am low income. I cannot find a job here in Santa Cruz that is sensitive to my HIV status. Um, mm-hmm. I'm also only getting $157 a month from general assistance. And I'm living right. on that plus food stamps. Um, you're absolutely right. More needs to be done with the homeless, um, especially those with HIV. Now, um, are you on ADAP? Are you on antivirals? Um, currently, thank God, I'm not on any medication. Um, um, my body is handling the disease on its own, even though it's battling sickle cell and cancer. My doctors put me in the category of a natural suppressor, um, given that my body is already battling so much. But I'm thankful for that because I know what it's been like for me trying to get just basic, just to get in to see a doctor at a clinic. And what's terrifying to me is, one, being a sickle cell patient and then realizing that not much testing is done for sickle cell patients. So I don't know how I'm going to do on the meds. Two, ADAP took, I was diagnosed April 3rd, 2008. It took almost a year before I got ADAP. It took a year before ORSA kicked in. Um, it took me nine months to get in to see my doctor, and the Office of AIDS were just like, well, you know what, we help you with drugs. We don't help you see a doctor. We'll help you with the drugs. And I was just like, well, okay. Now, are you on Medi-Cal? In order to be on Medi-Cal, I have to be an AIDS patient. Um, so my T-cells are too high to be on Medi-Cal. I'm not sick enough. Okay. And that, that I mean, that those are some of the things that I think that I would like to hear you talk about because it, it's something that our community needs to know. So, I mean, because like I said, I joke about it all the time, but I think it's also important to let people know there are people with, with T-cells that are too high to get things like state programs. To even get housing, um, AIDS and HIV patients are having to lie in order to get housing. Um, oh, and. I- Absolutely. For those out here in California, also need to know there's a huge waiting list on Section 8, which helps people um, help fund housing. Right. Um, what is the waiting list like there in, in Northern California? I know down here in, in Los Angeles, I just got called 
for my housing, and it's been almost two years, but in it's, order for me to get it, I'm going to have to tell somebody a lot. It's two or three wow. years here also. Um, plus, like Kenji was saying, um, people are homeless and their T-cells are too high, so it's a lot harder for them to get medical benefits if they're homeless. Um, more needs to be done in this state and in this country on that subject, too. Um, and like I said, I've almost been homeless twice and living on the street. And if I think I was living on the street, I wouldn't be as healthy as I am now. Right. There's not even studies that that show. They A doctor will just tell you, yes, HIV and AIDS patients do better in-house, but there's no studies that, that show how HIV and AIDS patients are doing who are homeless. And, and there is a large amount of people who are homeless battling HIV and AIDS. And um, and that's just something that, that 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 is important to me. Oh, absolutely. Um, the only thing I can say is um, I wish I could give you more support than I am doing right now, but I'm not real familiar with all that. I know that there's a list of programs which you can go to, like, a social worker and get to help you out. Right. And that's about all I know about it. Um, and I know that Medi-Cal is really hard to get on. It took me four years, even though my T-cells were at 65. Wow. Well, like I said, I want to commend you for, for stepping up and, and being a voice, um, but I, I would also like to challenge you to also speak up about um, issues with low income and stuff like that so when so everybody is aware of that um, so congratulations on your success I wish you the best Robert great show um, and I will say good night guys thank you Kenzie's actually going to come on and share his story on uh, July 1st, so for people listening, you can tune into that I think that's something that we all need to talk a little bit more about you know um, people at low incomes, people who are homeless, who are not able to, you know, supply for themselves. Because I know, you know, at times in my life, going through my phases of thinking I was better than everyone, I always thought to myself, well, well all you got to do is get a job. And there's so much more to it. And now I look at, you know, certain things and I think, well, what is the story behind it? Why are they there? There's more than just them not getting a job or they're lazy. And I used to think like that all the time. Yeah. Um Someone mentioned something in the chat room that I want to bring up. Um, it was by Monsieur Scott. He said, thank God I'm a vet. Well, one of my first housemates um, that first year was a vet who had PTSD, and he had so much trouble getting his vet, vet staff because he was positive and his medications. So, um, Scott, it's great you're of that I nod you for that, but there are people out there who are positive who are having problems gaining their benefits. True. I have another caller online, <laughs> Mr. Popular over here. <laughs> caller with area code six one two, you are on Pause I am radio. Hello? I'm on the radio. Hi. <laughs> it's K B. Hey KY, how's my best gel? <laughs> I'm good. How you doing, hon? Good, sweetie. You sound great. Uh, I just wanted, I'm, I'm, I've known Mikey from the Moros blog. I know Sarah Lee. I know Photo Jen. Hi, guys. <laughs> um, 
I'm trying to get in the chat room, but I'm not having any success. I wanted to call in, and um, I want to talk a little bit about Mikey's blog. Okay. Um, I, he, he blogs, um, he has several blogs, actually, on the Internet. He's pretty easy to find. I'm sure um, people can put links up in the chat room. Um, but he has talked about everything from, um, you know, the time that he was diagnosed, everything he's been through with his health. He's been just very open about, you know, medication. He's been awesome on education. He has taught me so much. Um, we have a lot in common. Um, when I met him, I was doing work in um, the HIV community here um, where I live, and um, that's how we got to be really close. And through the blog and through what we've been through together and Oh gosh, <laughs> Mikey's done public speaking. This documentary that he just recently completed—he has just been so active, so so active. No, I haven't, and I can't. Believe <laughs> I'm can trying to imagine it? seeing his face up on the big screen. Oh my god! Be <laughs> glad I didn't mean it. <laughs> but just everything about Mikey—he is so near and dear to my heart, and I just wanted to call in and show my support and my love. Oh, you're going to make me cry, does. sweetie. <laughs> I'm such a hopeless romantic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, um, yeah, KB, um, can I bring up your status? Certainly. Um, <laughs> thank, thank you. KB actually has lupus, and... Lupus and HIV and AIDS have become complacent in this country, and more people need to be active in those two communities. Um, when have you heard the last time that uh, actor? When was the last time you saw an actor wear an AIDS ribbon or a lupus ribbon or a, a bracelet? Um, so, a lot more in this country needs to be done with these diseases and we can't become complacent um, more people need to be outspoken and dis I feel disclose their status because there's also a lot of discrimination around this disease also I've been discriminated several times here in the community even for a facial I couldn't get a facial because they wouldn't touch me because I had AIDS and I fought it and won um, also um, the, I've been discriminated in the um, dating field. I'll find people that are attractive, and they're like, oh, no, oh, no, We're, we don't want to date him. He's got AIDS. They're not educated on safe sex. What's going on in this country? Yeah, definitely more needs to be done, in the, and uh, I agree with you there, Mikey. Uh, I, I personally don't even remember hearing anything about it or having speakers come to my school um, when I was growing up and going to high school, so... I mean, I know it has to be put out there more. And the right education, it's not just don't have sex. You know what I mean? Like you said, it's about having safe sex. Right. Yeah, it's definitely for people who are condom-worthy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, KB, thanks for calling in. Oh, thanks for having me. I love you, sweetie, and I'll send you a message on Facebook. <laughs> okay, I love you, too. Have a good night. Good night. All right, you all there? Oh, I'm here. I haven't left yet. I haven't heard Jeremy in a while. I thought I lost him. 
maybe I did lose Jeremy. Okay, Jeremy just wrote it has been. I'm here. I'm on mute. Oh, I have been talking this entire time, and I've been on mute. I'm here, I'm here. I'm like, nobody can. Oh, I'm on No, you're not. You're on mute. You muted yourself. Oh, God. Oh, Oh, my. What what is the one thing that you can tell somebody who is maybe newly diagnosed and and thinking that right now that their world is over? It's um, HIV and AIDS medications have become so good now. It's not the automatic death sentence it was back in the 80s. There's long-time survivors, 25 years now. Um, I lived with a guy who had the disease for 21 years. Um, I've seen the lipodystrophy in him. Um, Just stay positive. If you have a sense of humor, use it to your best advantage. And just stay strong. And you're going to have your bad days. You don't have your good days. I still have bad days where I'm really fatigued, excuse me, from my medications, but um, I go on. Um, and for them to know that in general, besides the four ways of transmission, um, blood, semen, breast milk, and vaginal fluid, that the general public is more dangerous to us than we are to them. That's very true. Jeremy, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, I'm just making sure you're very quiet right now. <laughs> because I'm trying to talk and uh, type at the same time. Because I'm Vinyl fluid? Yeah, I meant that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even type. I can't talk. <laughs> Mike, we were talking about your blog. Where uh, yes. is, now, is your blog? Because I know you have a blog on Pause I Am. Right. Hey, are you starting to now, like, Transfer them and now, like, putting when you blog on, let's say, MySpace is where your main blog is. Okay. I also um, put the same blog or in MySpace um, okay. and notes in Facebook, and I'll give you the um, link to my blog, blogger blog. Oh my God, say that three times. Okay, I'm cutting and pasting. Cut. <laughs> and paste. Sweet. Okay, so it is. There's my other blog. So it's MikeySantaCruz.blogspot.com. Right. For people who are not in the chat room or maybe listening to this later on in archive. Yeah, and like the newly diagnosed, um, they can go to my MySpace page. It has a lot of great um, links to and resources on it. It has for black people who have AIDS, people with hep C, cross infections, hep C and HIV. Um, it also has a few Latino sites on And I haven't figured out how to spell an Asian yet, so I haven't put up any Asian sites yet. But it's a load of resources there on your MySpace. I know I've seen that. Absolutely. Jeremy, do you have a, um, uh, a final question before? Um... Do I have a final question? Oh, God, I get a final question. Um, so are you a top or bottom? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we won't go Honey, here, but we'll I'm a verse top. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bottom. 
check that one. Um, anytime they say verse top, they like the bottom. Right. Um, <laughs> well, only once in a while. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, um, I just want to wish you the best of luck in your speaking engagements coming up. And um, what would be the one thing you would want all of our listeners tonight to know about you? If you if you could sum it up in one word, what would what would that one word that described you be? Proactive. Proactive. He didn't even think about it. It just came right, out. Proactive. Right there. I like that's that one. Awesome. I do too. Proactive. Let me write that down. That's that's. <laughs> Sounds like an acne medicine. <laughs> no, it's proactive. <laughs> that is proactive, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. That's not. That's funny. Stuff. Oh. Now, Mikey, what is what is the one thing that your HIV status has taught you? Oh, that I want to live. I want to go skydiving and swim with sharks. I want to be a trainer at Marine World for a day, maybe swim with a trained killer whale. I want to explore life to the fullest. I just want not want to be laid back and cruise through life anymore. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Uh, because... My ears perked up on the skydiving. Why on earth would you want to trump out of a perfectly good airplane? <laughs> because it looks like fun and something I've never done before. People have to get out of their comfort zones mm-hmm. and enjoy I'm, life more. I'm, it, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty damn comfortable, but I'm never going to get that comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would swim with the sharks. I would do the, everything else, but I will not jump out of an airplane. Unless it was to save my life, forget it. <laughs> I I I don't I don't know if I would bungee jump. No, I did no, I'd that. Be afraid. I I I bungee jumped because I knew that I wasn't going to go splattering on the ground because I had something attached to me. <laughs> but I, I God skydiving—that's just frightening to me. Oh. Anyway, oh. I took us way off course. I'm so sorry. No, oh, don't worry. But um. Uh, that sums it up. So people can find you at find your your personal blog, like we said earlier, at mikeysantacruz.blogspot.com, or find you on MySpace or on the Pause community. Yeah, I just put the there. sorry, Robert, to interrupt. I just right. put the MySpace URL up for people in the cool. chat room. Cool, cool, cool. And, and oh, well, it, looks like you know what? I have one more caller. Sorry, Mikey. I, we have five minutes, and we have like a minute and a half for this caller, so let me just bring this sure. person on. Caller, you're on the air. Hi, I just wanted to say that I'm a friend of Paws Mikey. My name is Kristen. I live in Southern California. Oh, hi, and hi, Mr. Mikey, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great, sweetie. Good. Mikey has been such an inspiration with me. Um, I personally am straight, but I have ties within the um, gay and lesbian community. And I've done a bunch of work, and through Mikey, I've learned so much, and I just wanted to thank him publicly. Oh, thank you, sweetie. You're welcome. I love you. I love you, too. Uh, yeah, Aww. I know Crick from the Ross blog also. Oh, she's like a little hangout spot. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's a family it there. <laughs> well, thanks for coming Anyway, no problem. Thank you. I love you, Mikey. Love you, too, sweetie. Aww. Uh, Bye. Send a message too. Thanks for calling in. 
right. Well, Mikey, you have yourself a great night. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Yes. Thank oh, you, thanks for having me on. I had such a fun time. I'm so glad. Uh, and if you yeah. have anything else coming up, let us know. You can always come on and promote it. Okay. Um, also, I want to say um, just be safe when you're out there, that more people need to disclose their HIV status. Um, the more people that disclose their status, the rest, the people that come after us are going to have an easier time in this world and won't be discriminated. Right. And you guys have an amazing night. You too. You have a great week. I sure will, sweetie. Done with two snaps up. Yay, I found a new best friend. Yay. Yay. Yeah, Jerry and I are going to become partners. He doesn't know it yet. Uh-oh. <laughs> I smell trouble. Mikey, you have a great I night, man. I smell trouble, too. <laughs> that was great. I love always having – I love having people, you know, call in and share their story because that was the reason why we did this and we started it. So, Mikey, kudos to you. Thanks for uh, uh-huh. sharing it out. Uh, sharing it out. I'm sorry. But I just wanted to um, cut the show a little bit, so we have about two minutes, but I wanted to talk about um, this Wednesday show. We were supposed to have John Rutherford of um, Colt Studios come on and talk about HIV in the adult film industry. Um, uh, Last minute, I am actually going to be away because my birthday is Wednesday the 20th, so I am going to be in Florida, and Jack was going to host the show alone, and something came up that he's going to be busy and he's not able to take time to host the show. So we will be replaying our interview with Angina from RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, we interviewed her last, I think, a month and a half ago, and um, I figured I would put that up so people can listen because it's uh, something they're replaying right now on VH1. And, um, you know, you may all be interested in learning about Angina slash Ryan um, and, and, you know, their story. It's very important. So next um, Sunday – uh, Jeremy, we have a class, class, I'm sorry, class sitting in with us from Paz Brotherhood Retreats, which is um, a weekend retreat. Um, and I won't be here next Sunday. Yeah, that's right. You won't be here. Actually, I mean, we're going to have a special co-host sitting, yeah. uh, Scott Kramer, again. So I, I'm um, actually going to go see the color purple this next Sunday. Right? That sounds yep, like so much I'm fun. so excited. <laughs> Bailey! <laughs> Maddie! Sorry. I, you know, it's, just, it's a great movie. And it's going to be even a better, better play. I can't wait to see it. And I'm excited, too. And um, other than that, everything is good. I'm the Pazan community. You can find out uh, more about us and some of the people you see in the chat room. And remember, the Pazan community is for people infected and affected. So all of Paz Mikey friends with the funny names, because they all had a name, <laughs> didn't they? <laughs> what was it? K-Y and straight it was, my butt? K-B like and Sarah and Sarah is Sarah Lee, the, straight to my ass. I love Sarah Lee. I thought it was That's great. But you all can join, too, and, and set up a profile and, um, you know, meet other cool people like me, Jeremy, and Mikey. Sounds good. And you can find that out at pausim.com. And, Jeremy, you can go ahead and throw out your website. So we I'm at positivelyspeaking.com. And um, I, I put a link in the, in the, uh, in the, uh, in the chat yeah. room, and I'll do it again. And it didn't go. 
Cool, cool. And also, I um, I didn't tell you this yet. I forgot to tell you today when I talked to you on the phone. But I also spoke with Richard Berkowitz, and he's very um, interested in doing a interview blog on your site. Oh, thanks so for I giving me more pass, work. I have to pass you his information so you can chat with him whenever you get a chance. Sounds good. But thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And remember, we will be back live next Sunday. Um, and have a great week. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.